0: E coming from uh, as a base, uh, Song of Songs or some say Songs of Solomon, uh, chapter one, verses. We're going to read verse three and verse four, and it says. Um, how fragrant you are and remember we're talking about dressing to impress okay so how fragrant your cologne your name is like it's spreading fragrance no wonder all the young women love you take me take me with you come let us run Um, the king has brought me into his bedroom young women of jerusalem how happy we are for you, O King, we praise your love even more than wine. Young woman, how right they are to adore you! So, if we go back to uh, the third verse, it says, "Because of your frag, because of the fragrance of your ointments." So, when we're talking about dressing to impress, um, here, even in back in biblical times, when Spouses would get ready to leave out or leave out of the house when they were getting dressed and they were applying their cologne or their oils. It wasn't for the purpose of just them smelling good. They were applying these oils and scents with the notion of what their spouse would like. So just because I like wearing a cologne, if my wife thinks it's terrible smelling, Should I continue to wear it is the question. So are we thinking about ourselves, or do we have our spouse in mind when we're getting up, when we're getting dressed, when we're putting on cologne, um, when you're brushing your teeth? Like, Anita doesn't like me to use cinnamon-flavored toothpaste. She don't like it. I mean, but I like it. But am I thinking about her? So now when I brush my teeth with cinnamon-flavored toothpaste, in my mind, I'm like... I probably can't get a good kiss because she don't like that cinnamon taste. Probably so. not get a
1: good kiss, right?
0: So um,
1: he's careful to drink coffee right
0: before yeah, he she try don't... to
1: ask for a kiss too because that kiss gonna get cut short. I can't stand
0: coffee. That's right. So it's and and it even it goes beyond um, uh, putting on your fragrance or your colognes or your oils. Um, what scents and fragrances? Uh, are having a negative impact on how your spouse is aroused by by you. She doesn't like the taste of coffee when I drink coffee. So when I drink coffee in the morning and I come home, I go and rinse my mouth out if I want to go and get a kiss. You see what I'm saying? So we can't just always think about ourselves. We have to um, adorn ourselves with our spouse in the forefront of our minds right. in almost everything that we do. Right. Uh, also, if we... Um, when... When um, when the Bible talks about in verse three, um, it's saying that we should. When we are picking out our clothes or our fragrances, we should do it with a sense of with, with the intention of drawing some sort of conversation, because we see nowadays that a lot of marriages or a lot of unions, especially um, oh, I can't say that. But a lot of marriages, there's no con- there's no conversation. We're not conversing with each other. And if we don't converse with each other, how are we going to know what each other likes? Right. How are we going to know what we care about, our likes, our dislikes? Right. So when they were getting dressed and they were putting on these oils, they were doing it with the intention of having a conversation. Hey, Anita, does this smell good to you? Tyrone, I love the way that smells. You should wear that more often. Oh,
1: affirmation. That brings up the, a perfect point, affirmation.
0: I should affirm
1: him when he's doing something that I like. Like, I should make him feel big-headed. Ooh, I really like that shirt on you. Ooh, that cologne is really, you know, ooh, that thing does something to me. That makes him like, next time he goes to get dressed, oh, I think she really likes this, I should put this on. So if I affirm him, and we talk about this all the time in this group, if I affirm him in the things that that he's doing right or the things that I like, and his mind, more and more is going to trigger that this is what she likes. But we have to give those affirmations. We have to say those things. We have to give those signals to them or they're not going to know. We don't have mind readers in our marriages. Amen. They can't read your mind in the marriage. So you have to say something or show some kind of sign as to what you like and what you don't like.
0: Exactly. Um, so... Really, that's I mean that was my big point verse three. Oh my god. Yeah, that was, that was that was it.
1: Okay, so the whole thing, and and we we'll get into some more scripture as well, is that appearance matters. We can say all day long that appearance does not matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. We've been married a long time. Appearance doesn't matter. It does matter. You judge common strangers based off of how they look and how they smell. So you can't tell me that the person that you come home with every day that it doesn't matter how they look, how they smell, how they're keeping up with their hygiene, what they're doing, it does matter. And if it does not matter, there's a bigger problem, then why doesn't it matter to you? If this is a person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, their appearance should matter. We can't say that we're blind because uh, we see other things out in the street. Um, your favorite celebrity crush, you know what they got on and what they're doing and all this other stuff, but you have no idea what your, you know, your wife or your husband got on or what they're doing. That makes no, absolutely no sense. And God did not intend it to be that way. And so we understand that life happens, right? True. Sure. I've had three kids, you know, I got health issues. Um, I'm older now. Things are going south. Um, things, you know, your body changes, time happens, um, Work is busy, I got a lot of stuff to do, but you still gotta make time. That's you still right. have to make an effort. Um, you know, you gained a bunch of weight. Okay, fine, try to do something about that. Maybe you can't lose 75 pounds, but are you trying to walk? Are you trying to do something to, you know, fit back into your old clothes? Or are you just okay with gaining 10 pounds a year? Because women, naturally we gain 10 to 15 pounds a year every single year so you have to do something about that or otherwise in 10 years here you go you're in another bracket sis so we have to keep up with ourselves we get one body you got one life you you get this marriage and so in this marriage you need to do what you can to keep up with yourself because men are visual very That's just that's a fact. They are more visual than we are, and it's not that we're putting all the pressure on the women. Because men, you need to keep up with yourselves as well. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that you're doing things as well. Hygiene, wearing nice outfits, wearing the outfits that she wants to wear. Chapter five. Oh yes, you're right. Five, five. that's right. Um, And so we need to make sure that we are keeping up with ourselves. And so even though these things happen, what can I do? What can I do in my current situation? to make it more appealing for him. And we're not not—we're definitely not saying spend hours and hours and hours in the mirror trying to put on makeup or spend hundreds of dollars on new outfits and running your belts credit card up. We're not saying that, but you can make an effort towards looking your best for your mate. You can make an effort in doing something that pleases him or pleases her so that they are uh, one, more physically attracted to you.
0: That's important.
1: I need to be sexually attracted to my husband. My husband needs to be sexually attracted to me. And so in order for me to keep that facade up, as when we dated, you know, I put on nice clothes, I put on makeup, I put on my necklace and my earrings and my bracelets and my perfumes and all those other things. I did that stuff when we dated. That does not stop when you become Mm -hmm. married. He needs to, I, I love it when I see couples, especially on Facebook, and they go on their dates and they go on their anniversary um, outings or just a regular vacation. And I see these women stepping up and stepping out. They put on their little skirts or their dresses and they let them know like, hey, this is still the woman that you married. Or hey, this is still the man that you married. They need to see that on a regular basis. And I, I know you can't do it every day, but they need to remember, this is why I married you. Man, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Man, you're handsome. This is this is what I married, and so we have to we have to continuously remind them that this is this is what we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And even and even when spouses, when we're stepping out and we're looking good, it mentally it's not always the the end result is not always sex, right? Um, but in our mind, we have to do it with the purpose that there's some sort of arousal that's going to be evoked through our spouse so I know that certain sense because it hits her nose that it's going to make her feel a certain way or when I wear a certain shirt it's going to make her feel a certain way or if she if she bought me a a, a outfit and I don't necessarily might not care for it but it makes her feel good for me to have it on you should wear it it's not all about you. You have to do things with the thought of your spouse in mind. And I think right. that's what we're missing out is because we have become a um, culture of people that have become so selfish um, right. that we're, we're chasing after what society might, uh, we're, we're chasing after the uh, validation of society instead of being more in tune to the uh, being validated by our spouse. So, we're looking to TV, we're looking to social media, right. instead of checking in and seeing, hey, like, they're not laying down with me at night. They're not cooking my food, and I'm not cooking food for them. Right. So, how does this make her feel, or how does this make him right. feel?
1: And, and one of the things, too, is that the biggest thing that we see in divorces, um, especially when it comes to like sex and things like that, oh, she let herself go, or he let herself go. Like, that's a big thing. Like, they let themselves go. And so, what I will say, we will never ever validate cheating in this group at all. It's not right. It never will be right. It's it's no biblical principle in it. But what you're not willing to do, please understand that it's some folks that's willing to do that. You don't want. You're not willing to put on an outfit for him. You're not willing to. Um, Go and put on some cologne for her or wash up for her and get, you know, smell right and do the things you need to do. There's somebody else that's willing to do that. And so, believe it or not, the enemy just waits for an opportunity to get in. Mm -hmm. And if you let there be a crack, they will stick a whole foot in there and they will make it a a big ditch. And so you don't want to leave room for the enemy to come into your marriage. You can be all holy all you want to, but there are people waiting, even in church, to get inside of that door. And so we cannot allow that space for the enemy to get in there. And if it just takes you wearing an outfit that he likes, then what what is it? Just go ahead and do it. Every now and then, uh, we just recently went on a weekend vacation. He He bought an outfit just for me to wear, and I wore it every day. That, because that's what he wanted to see. He specifically said, I want to see you in this. And guess what? I put it on with a smile on my face every day. That's right. I mean, it made him happy. What What is it for me to have done that every day for him while we we're on vacation? Nothing. Um, and so everything ain't for show either. That, that was specifically, it wasn't, let me just tell you, it wasn't lingerie. But it was something he wanted to see me lounge in. And so that's what I did. It wasn't for everybody else. This is just what he wanted, and so I did it. That's it. That's right. It's as simple as that. Um, Again, men are visual. They want to see. They want to see what you got going on. And so I'm not dead. You are not dead. The church women are not dead. The church men are not dead. You have to show them something. Uh, they want to know. And so your appearance is also a reflection of how you feel mm-hmm. on the inside. Oh, yeah. So if I don't care about wearing sweatpants every day, now, don't get me wrong, nothing's wrong with sweatpants, but every day, like, he can't ever see you in anything else. She can't ever see you in anything else. And so... You have to understand that if you don't care about your appearance, you don't care about brushing your teeth or doing your hygiene or um, combing your hair. I, I had a conversation with somebody one day that, and their spouse told them, I'm pretty sure when I married you, you washed every day. And they laughed about it because she would go days without washing at all. and And they laughed about it. And she laughed too because she knew it probably did change a little bit. Mm. And so we have to understand that what we go through outwardly has to have some correlation to how we feel inwardly about ourselves and confidence is always key in any relationship so if you are dressing to impress your spouse then there has to be some kind of level of confidence that goes with that and on the vice versa if you are constantly saying well it doesn't matter I don't care then we have to get to the bottom of why that doesn't matter to you or to your spouse
0: and um for, matter of fact, first Peter three and three says, don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry or beautiful clothes. Verse four says you should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within um, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. And then some uh, other translation use the word um, don't uh, about adorning yourself. And don't don't get it don't get it twisted. What Peter was saying here was not that women shouldn't wear fancy jewelry or you know fancy hairstyles and things of that nature. But what he was conveying was that we shouldn't be only wrapped up with the things on the outside. We shouldn't be beautifying ourselves so much on the outside that the inside is lacking. It's it's almost it's, it's almost like if you have a if you got a swimming pool that's dirty, but you put clean water in a dirty swimming pool like know I mean, nobody still don't wanna go swimming anymore. right mm-hmm. you know? but you if your 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 outward appearance your clothes your makeup your hairstyle and all of this stuff might be nice and it might be beautiful but it's only a supplement to what you have on the inside so if on the inside is you're not um you don't have positive affirmations coming from your spouse or if you don't think about yourself um you know, as a proverb, thirty-one woman. Or oh, I am powerful. I'm beautiful. Um, then you're just beautiful on the outside with an empty shell on the inside, and right. that's that's not what he that's not what he wants. We shouldn't be only um, only wrapped up in what's on the outside. But we, men and women, we have to make sure that we are feeding ourselves on the inside, right. and that the outside stuff is only a supplement to how we already feel about ourselves.
1: Right. Um, and I want to pull up. Because uh, we talk about women all the time. When well, she's not keeping herself up, she needs to lose weight. She needs to um, dress better, da da But please understand that us women want you to do something with yourselves too. Please. You can't expect us to lose all the weight. You cannot expect us to put on all the clothes. You can't expect us to um, continue to keep up our hygiene. And you don't even want to wash. We need participation on both sides. So I just want to show representation um, that is in the Bible of men keeping up with themselves. You always hear about um, David being a good looking man. A little rough looking, a little rough on the outside, but he was a good looking man. We, we talk about Boaz, but I just want to talk in Songs of Solomon. And this is chapter Songs of Solomon 5 and 10. Um, it says, Beloved is radiant and ruddy, outside among tens of thousands. His head is purest of gold, his hair wavy and black as a raven. His eyes are doves by the water streams, washed in milk, mounted like jewels. His cheeks are like beds of spices, yielding perfume. His lips are like lilies dripping with myrrh. His arms are rods of gold set with topaz. His" Body is like polished ivory, decorated with lapis <laughs> and lazuli. His legs are pillars of marble set on bases of pure gold. His appearance is like Lebanon, choice as its cedar. His mouth is the sweetness itself. He is altogether lovely. He is beloved. This is my friend, Daughters of Jerusalem. He is altogether lovely. So she describes him in. Let me tell you, this man is fine. I'm gonna tell you, this man is fine. He work out. He look good. His skin is good. Uh, it talks about his legs like like chunks, Like so, we are talking about somebody who keeps up with himself. It says he's dripping. It says his lips were like lilies, dripping with myrrh. His his lips was moisturized, (laughs) y'all. His lips was moisturized. We ain't had no cracked lips to kiss. So we're talking about a man who kept up with himself. He obviously had a physique. He obviously cared about putting oils on himself. He kept himself up. He didn't look run down. And it was enough for her to want him. He said he's all together. It also talks about his appearances, like Lebanon choice of its cedar, and when you talk about the cedar that's in Lebanon, everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted it. It was choice. It was what everybody wanted. So this man was nice looking enough that everybody would want him. And so he kept himself up. Um, she talked about his hair. Clearly he was grooming his hair, his skin. And so everything is important. That All of it's important. So we're not vain But we're not blind. Mm -hmm. We're not blind. And again, things happen. Illnesses happen. Age happens. Life happens. But what can you do? There has to be something you can do to appease your spouse or to do a little bit better or do a little bit more in this area. So that your spouse can have something that they can be like, man, look what I married.
0: Yeah. And... And even the the second portion of verse four, uh, chapter one, Songs of Solomon. Um, what the what the writer was describing there was the fact that when people see what you have, they should want what you have. It should right. be our relationship should be desired by onlookers. Right. And if people don't desire what you, I'm not saying that they. They get it and they want they wantingfully come and try to take over. I'm saying that they should be people should be on the outside looking in at what you have and wanting what you have. Right. And if your relationship and your communication and the way you talk to and the way you handle and deal with your spouse in home and out in public is not being desired by other people, then there's something drastically missing and and that's what they were talking about the writer was alluding to in uh, in the fourth verse in, in chapter 3 the onlookers were warning what they saw and they were willing to follow it that, I, that's powerful right. Right, there. right
1: and so we're not saying that your relationship has to be perfect in no way shape or form is Tyrone and I's marriage perfect But what I can consistently say in every area of our marriage is that we work at it. Like we work at it. If he has something that he wants, he tries to communicate that to me. If I'm doing something wrong, he communicates that to me. Um, If there's something he desires or wants to try or wants me to do, he doesn't mind telling that to me. Um, I can't read his mind. And in the same token, I let him know. Um, I will tell you that when we were getting dressed to come and do this live, he had on a different shirt and I changed um, three times, man. Uh, I was like, Mm, you wearing that?
0: She told me one time, but I changed twice by myself in the closet. I was like, No. And then when I came out the third time, I was like, I'm I'm gonna do it different. I got it, I got it. Right. She was like, Why why you why you wearing that? I said, Don't worry about it, change. <laughs> I'll change.
1: I'll change. Are you willing to change for your spouse?
0: And I was happy when I was doing it.
1: Right. Are you right. willing to change? Now, I just want to briefly mention that there is a um, there is an extreme to this. We do want you to um, get dressed for your spouse, do some things for your spouse, make a couple little changes so your spouse can be happy. But there is an an extreme to where are you being totally controlled, everything you wear, everything you do, all the perfume you wear, are you trying to get plastic surgery because they don't like you, da, 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 Like that's another issue by itself. We're not saying that your spouse needs to be controlling everything that you do or every outfit you wear or everything every single thing that happens in your marriage. We're just saying that you need to consider them. We're saying that you need to... Not only think about yourself when you're buying your clothes or making your choices that you are your two has now become one. So when you're making decisions, you're making decisions, considering the both of you. Um, And so everybody should be happy in this marriage. And that takes considering the other person not being controlled by the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen things where people like, oh, well you should get bigger breasts or you should do this and you should get a reduction and you should do all this. You'll be going to cut your whole life up. We're not saying that, um, that is definitely the extreme and, and those are separate issues by itself, but you should consider your spouse. You consider them because you love them. I consider my children because I love them. There are certain things I do and I don't do that, um, pretty much around the clock during the day I think of them all day so there's little things I do because I love them it should be that same passion if not even more for your spouse I should think of him because I love him because I desire him because I want him to be happy I should consider him
0: Mm -hmm. and I believe that sometimes when we talk about that extreme we 1 Peter 3 and 1 it says, wives likewise be submissive to your husband to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, obey the word, um, they without a word may be warned uh, by the conduct of their wives. And sometimes we 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 take scripture for face value instead of diving in and find out what God is really trying to say. And when people hear submissive, they think total control, not having a mind for yourself, but that's not what God is, is talking about. When he says, when the writer says submissive, it's not talking about um, domination right. or blind obedience. What he was merely speaking about was having the thought of or considering your spouse. Right. So when we talk about that whole, you know, being... Not knowing who you are when you look in the mirror, and if you can't see or you don't know what you're looking at or who you're looking at because everything you do is for someone else and you don't, nothing you wear is of your own thought or your perfume, then that's what we that's what we don't want to see. Right. We have to think about. Right. We have to think about ourselves and also with our spouse in mind.
1: Right. And so, ask your spouse what they like. Make suggestions. Have the conversations, and if you're trying, if you are on the other end and you're making the suggestions, be gentle. Be gentle with your spouse. We don't want to sound like we're coming off talking down to them or being negative. You have to season your words with your spouse to make it come off in a way that is palatable to them, to where they want to ingest it and take your suggestions. Um, make it. And that's studying your spouse. You know what your spouse likes and what they don't like, how they take things. And so you're never going to get them to want to change if you don't give it to them the right way, Mm -hmm. if it comes off wrong. So we have to be careful about that. Um, Let's go into our connection tip.
0: So we're talking about dress to impress, right? So the connection tip for you guys until we come back is very easy but it's going to be fun too. So pick a day or night or whatever, when the both of you have to leave the house at the same time. Okay. Now your entire outfit, your entire outfit, head to toe, if you have multiple pairs of glasses, they're going to pick out the glasses as well. Glasses, um, everything is going to be picked out by your spouse, by your significant other. Shoes, socks, underwear—I'm talking about everything. And everything you have to wear it.
1: Have to wear it.
0: You have to wear it. And if you're feeling really spicy—not spicy—but um, if you're feeling really good about your connection tip, take a photo and then uh, post it to the group. We
1: want to see what and you guys let us, are doing. We want to see the work.
0: Let us see what uh what kind of outfit you guys. Uh, pick out for your spouse but you have to wear it you have to wear it and if you guys want to be funny and play a lot you know play a little bit with it you know that's if that's what y'all do, then y'all do what you do. Right. So, but that's our connection um, tip. We
1: always want to see your connection tips. So if you have old ones that you have not, if you took pictures or you decide to do it later, we want to see them. We want to see you participating. We want to see you having fun. And we want to see you growing with your spouse and doing things to have fun. That's what the connection tips are for. We want to, we want you to connect. Um, so we want to see those. All right. Now for our declarations. Um, We will keep God as the head of our relationship. We will not allow anyone or anything to come between us. We will remain faithful to each other physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. We will strive to make each other's dreams and goals a reality. We will be respectful in private and in public. We will fight fair. We will take pride in serving each other. We won't let divorce become a part of our vocabulary. We won't put our family needs ahead of our relationship and we will enjoy our relationship.
0: All right. That's all we have time for on tonight. So remember, dress to impress. Think about your spouse. Um, Connection tip, pick each other's clothes out, head to toe. And send those photos, send those videos. We would sure love to see uh, the progress that uh, you guys are making. And as always, we love you. And we're always here for you. Any questions, please shoot us a message. And if we don't know the answer, we'll find the answer. And if we can't find the answer, we'll make a video. And we'll all talk about the answer.
1: Thank you, guys. We love you.
0: Good night.